Because even God said to Adam, like, it's not good for you to be alone. So we're not saying that God is the only thing you should want, but he got to be something you want. Like, <laughs> you got to want him somewhat. What's up fam welcome back to our channel my name is tim this is my beautiful wife pauline and you're tuning in to another episode of the w podcast where you get wisdom in the world with the wheeler hey so we are so excited to have you back this week we are still in our question of the day series where you can send us your anonymous questions yes you can send us questions about love sex dating whatever it may be maybe even pre uh, pre-marital maybe marriage whatever you want to ask us and we will do our best to answer your question there's an anonymous form in our bio on every social media page and you can ask the questions there so send us the questions and we'll do our best to get to it but what are we talking about today man okay so this question is actually a follow-up from one of our posts on instagram a question that somebody asked in the comments that we felt would be fun to bring on to the podcast so i'm gonna go ahead and read that question and we'll probably put a blurb up for you guys to see uh, what post this is referring to. So the question is, I've heard this analogy quite a few times, but it leads me with a few questions. If we are not looking left and right, we're chasing God, then how will we know who's running next to us and catching up with us? Also, how does this analogy align with singles putting themselves out there? When I hear this, for me, it always implies just focus on God and the right one will come. Thus, don't worry about putting yourself out there. But like, how else will a lot of us meet people? So many questions. Yeah. I have a quick thing I'm going to say, and then I want you to go first and answer this because I know you have some good stuff to share. The first thing I'll just say, though, is I've heard this a lot, too. I think a lot of people who listen to sermons in different churches, like I've heard this saying, you know, just run and eventually your spouse will come up. And I do think there's some merit to that. But at the same time, this is where you got to be very careful as a Christian. And I heard a pastor say Christianity is not this or that. It's this and that. And I think that's really important. I think that plays here. Like, yes, I think you absolutely should be focused on what God's called you to do. Yes, you should be running after it. But at the same time, to act like no one has ever intentionally tried to get in a relationship to get married and then successfully done it and still be in God's will, I think that's kind of crazy to say. Mm -hmm. So I think what it comes down to, like pretty much everything else in Christianity, is what's your heart? Like your heart posture is everything. And it's really important to make sure, is dating, is marriage, is a relationship, is that an idol in my life? Yeah. Because if that's the case, then God definitely doesn't want you to have it at this moment because he doesn't want us to have anything that we want more than him because that will just set us up for failure. So I think identifying that is key and maybe we'll walk through that later in the video but what do you have to say about yeah, this you said a lot and you're gonna <laughs> more later fine um yeah i love what you said about this and that i think that there it sounds like there's some kind of like assumptions or implications that were kind of taken on off of that statement or that analogy of hey run after god and i think that's what we mentioned that was mentioned in the post like run after god and um you're you'll look to your right and to your left and you'll see somebody else running at the same pace as you and i i definitely agree with that um i even think our story could maybe even fit into that analogy in some ways um but I think that it depends on how you look at it and how you define what running after God 
means and looks like to you. Because one of the things that stood out to me in the question was, when I hear this, it always implies just focus on God and the right one will come. Thus, don't worry about putting yourself out there. But I don't know the, don't worry about putting yourself out there. I don't think that focusing on God, it's not mutually exclusive. Mm. It doesn't mean to focus on God means you don't put yourself out there. I think that running after God is not just spending time in your word and having quiet time and um, saying no to sin and saying no to certain, you know, activities that maybe you did when you were saved not saved um, i think that running after god includes doing all those things but also pursuing your purpose i think there's a lot of us who um, we go to church and we read our bible and we make sure that we don't what is it you don't drink don't cuss don't hang out with those who do something like that and um you know you're very mindful of staying away from kind of like the culturally and by cultural i mean church culture um known sins which is good and you should do those things and you do things to pursue the lord like we do rap on worship and all those things but i don't think a lot of us are really walking in purpose if we're being honest um i think that following god when you're a christian the you know the bible talks about there's a difference between milk and meat and i think that that you know paul was referring to um you know different ways that we are learning about god and his character yeah but I also think that same kind of mindset applies to our lives and our activity. So if you go to work and you go to the gym and you go to the grocery store and you do kind of normal American things, if you live in America um, and you know you go to church and you have church friends and maybe you go to connect group or small group and things like that. But I think that there's more for you. I think that you know if you're not leading in some way um, in your life as a Christian or the hosting a small group if that means um maybe you are like you know you volunteer on the weekends you're part of um some nonprofit organization that you feel very called to or something like that like whatever the lord is telling you to do when you're talking to him and your quiet time and it shouldn't just be god i love you god thank you for saving me from my sins of course like yes start there and, and always include that but it should be more of like, I'm on a mission. And Paul talks about this in the Bible about how don't get tangled up in civilian work, um, you know, or civilian ma um, issues. It's not even work, it's issues. And I think that um, when you are really pursuing your purpose, you're going to attract people to you. And even we use, you know, talking about this, this analogy of running, like running implies activity. You're not a spectator Christian. You're not somebody who's cheering your pastor on on Sunday saying, good word, good word. Or you're not the one cheering on your small group leader just saying, oh, thank you so much for opening up your home or creating this space. You know, you need to be on the front lines too. You need to be sacrificing. You need to be putting yourself out there. You need to be the one making sure like, I know I'm going to heaven, but I'm going to bring as many people with me as I possibly can. Because to your point, I think a lot of people are like, okay, well, I don't do this, I don't do that. A lot of people, when we first get saved, our first kind of, like, order of business is to get in a relationship. And I was like that for a little tiny bit. Um, but I think it's kind of, okay, like, honestly, we're lonely. And we don't want to be by ourselves. And we, we would rather... Um, 
kind of, okay, well, I used to be in relationships and do relationships this way when I was not saved, but now that I'm saved, I want to keep doing relationships, but in a different way. And you should want that, but I think that there's a, there's kind of like a training period, a resting period. So again, back to that whole like running analogy, like you need to be active <laughs> in the kingdom of God. Um, and I don't just mean active in church. Yes, that's a good place to start and it's a good place to be if that's where God calls you to be. But when you're talking to the Lord and you guys are having conversations, you should be asking him for next steps. God, what do you want me to do in this area? Do you like my job? Do you want me to go for a promotion? Do you want me, what should I do with this extra time? Like when you're single, you know, do, who, do you want me to babysit? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? Like what should I be doing? You never know who you're going to meet as you're serving. A lot of couples meet while they're serving. I don't even just mean serving at church. Again, yes, do that if that's... Yeah, I, can I just say this real yeah. quick? I think one of the things that could get lost with the statement of just run and run and run and serve God and look up and your partner is there. I think when you hear that, you think you're not supposed to do anything and you're supposed to just run and serve God. But even in that statement alone, if they didn't look up, to see if anyone was around, right. they would definitely not have known that. And then also, you have to do more than just look up. Like, you can't just look at somebody's eyes and then you at the altar. Like, there is some intentionality that has to happen. So, like Pauline is saying, please serve God, do that. But at the same time, you really got to be intentional about putting yourself in position to be able to uh, find somebody who is interested in you or that you're interested in and you got to be looking around like you can't just be with your head down in your bible all the time right i totally agree and i will say too you should be building and working towards a lifestyle where you're constantly meeting new people so a lot of us we have our friend group and we're cool with our friend group and we go to the go to brunch with the same people every weekend and that's fine to you know have kind of have your safe place in your home base and you know, your people that are building you up, that's great. But this is one of the benefits of leading and building whatever your section of the wall is in the kingdom of God, um, painting, you know, your area of the sunset or being, you know, the Bible talks about um, how we all have different roles in the body. So if you're an eyeball, if you're a fingernail, you know, whatever it is you do, whatever skills that the Lord has given you, you're doing your thing, you should always be interacting with different people because as you are using the gifts that the Lord has given you, the Bible even says, that your gifts will bring you before great men. Um, so, and I know it doesn't literally mean always men for my the ladies that I was saying, but it just puts you in really cool environments where you're meeting new people. And um, yeah, you're meeting new people, you're making new connections. Like that should be a goal of yours that you're making new friends in all different seasons and making, meeting, making new connections. Yeah, and our pastor says this all the time at Matthew 6.33. It says, seek first yeah. the kingdom of God, not only. So that's just something to keep in mind. So in the beginning of the video, I talked about how do you know if something is, you want something more than you want God? How do you know if you want something more than you want God? And there's just two thoughts. I'm sure there's more, but there's two thoughts that kind of come to mind. The first thing is you think about the thing you want and how you'll get it more than you think about God. So really this goes to, you're just consumed with whatever it is, whether it's getting married, whether it's getting a job, whether it's getting a house, whatever it is, that's the only thing you're thinking about. You can't think about serving God. You can't think about uh, being a blessing to others. Like all you're thinking about is how am I gonna do this? And honestly, one of the problems with that is it's showing that you're trying to do it all in your own strength. And you're there's no faith. There's no faith in it because you're just trying to figure out how am I going to make this happen? And you have to remember, the Bible says it's impossible 
to please God without faith. Yeah. Like if faith is nowhere in your life, I dare say you're not pleasing God. Like it literally says like it's impossible. If everything is strategy. If everything makes sense. Yeah. You're not taking any risks. The second thing I'll say is how do you know if something is, if you, how do you know if you want something more do you want God? The second thing is your identity is tied to getting that thing and you won't be happy until you have it. So you're so consumed with getting it that you're depressed. Like every other area of your life is like, oh, my life just won't be anything until I'm married or my life right. won't be anything until I get a house. And it's like, no, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Like right. God has created you for so much more than just that one thing. And it's honestly an insult, low-key, to God of like, I know you created me and I know that you uh, are supposed to be the source of my life, but you're not enough. You're, you're not enough to, to give me any type of joy, to give me any type of happiness. And we're not saying that, because even God said to Adam, like, it's not good for you to be alone. So we're not saying that God is the only thing you should want, but he got to be something you want. Like, <laughs> you got to want him somewhat. Uh, so I just think that that's something to really keep in mind. Yeah, no, that's really good because I think it's very honest. And this is something that I've struggled with of not making sure things, goals that you have take up a place in your heart where they shouldn't be. And thinking like, just like you said, oh, I won't be happy until this or everything would be better if I was married. Everything would be better if I had um, this job or whatever the case is and it's it can really become an idol because you're saying like this one thing's going to change your entire life and like only thing that can really affect every area of your life is god um but that's how it should be viewed and you don't want to you don't want to look at something like oh if i just had this then my life would be so much better yeah because the truth is there's downsides to everything but god um, there's definitely hard parts of being a Christian in the world, but God himself, his character, there's nothing, he's perfect. There's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing that needs to change about him. There's always something wrong with jobs. <laughs> marriage, you're married. Marriage itself is a perfect union, but you're, you're imperfect, number one. And then you're going to be married to another imperfect person, no matter what. And they got family and all that stuff. Absolutely. So you definitely want to be sober-minded about your goals. Um and trust that the Lord will bring them at the right time. Yeah. So this has been another episode of the W Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.